Hello and welcome to All The Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Owen. I'm Cheese. It is very good to see and hear you, well, hear you guys today. Um, I can't believe that the season has run away from us um, and that it's all going to be over in a matter of days. Um, we've got lots to talk about this evening. We've got um, the Bob Bullis Trophy to talk about and uh, the, the, the clock is, is ticking in terms of that. Um, and then some some very interesting performances in the T20. Um, so let's just crack on. Middlesex. I can't believe I can't believe that performance. I think at Chelmsford you can believe that performance, can't you? No, because I have been in this little sort of downtrodden, we're going to lose everything kind of bubble. Um, actually, I'm not going to use the word bubble because that word gives me trauma at the moment, given that I work in a school. Um, but no, I, I, I hoped for the best. What about you, Cheese? How did you feel about that performance? Were, were you expecting it because of Fortress Chelmsford? Yeah, I think so. I think like it really cemented for me the the sentiment that we have the best bowling attack in the championship. Like as a four, Beard, Porter, Cook, and Harmer. I think I think it's the best attack out of all all the county county teams. And it just showed it, like limiting Middlesex to that score, um, and then and then we backed it up with probably one of the best like batting displays I've seen like this season. Like we had a bit of a wobble at the start, I mean minor collapse, but really not too bad overall, and some really good score was from a lot of people. I thought it was really nice to see, uh, you know. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, last podcast talking about we need to have other people step up to the plate and you can't rely on this, just the, the same three batsmen. For Walter and um, Wheater to step up the plate and get 43 and 83. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, unexpected, just what we need, isn't it? Just uh, a whole, a whole, wasn't quite a whole team performance because as she said, there was a bit of a collapse. But the fact that, you know, you've got some of the other, <clears throat> the lesser known, not lesser known, but... Um, Lesser expected players. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I think you that's expect, the right phrase. You know, if Cook scores a hundred, you're not surprised. Like you're, you're chuffed a bit. But you go, well, he, he's quality batsman. Like he can do that. When you know Walter and Weeter are knocking on the fifties, well, you know the forties and eighties or the fifties and hundreds. You like that's a that's a really good showing. Like they've not shown themselves to have that, that consistent sort of lethal edge in terms of high scoring batting and when they're up there it's, you know it's a good sign yeah I felt sorry for uh, Walter I thought it would be nice if he got his half century you know but in, he doesn't get many chances in red ball cricket does he and no no not at all I, I think he might cement cemented his place as an opener well, now. over Brown I think so I think next season I wouldn't be surprised if it's Walter and Cook opening um, and Brown's the one playing a little second fiddle he sort of found his feet hasn't he a little bit Walter I mean we, we've talked you know quite quite a lot about you know that that he's not a player you can rely on to post a score and um and and he, he's variable in his performance but recently I mean he's really sort of seems to have he's like a different person out on the square I'm just I've just been really impressed with him I never thought I'd say that but well done Walter very very good um, yeah, I mean, I think we may have been um, 
a bit hasty, like, because we talked about it over a couple of podcasts where we didn't know what his best position was, was he a bit of a jack of all trades? You know, and I think maybe him playing out of position, because he's, he's been around the order in a few bits, we were a bit like, you know, hard, hard to measure him against. And actually, he's got the makings of a, a very solid opener. Yeah, I think um, it was on, it was on the... Essex TV interview thing and mm. uh, he said that he now sees rather than seeing himself as a bowling all-rounder he now sees himself as a batting all-rounder and I reckon if there must be points at last season when you realise his bowling is not quite good enough and then over the winter it's gone because if you think about cricket not saying batting's is easy at all because I can't do it but if, if you're going to be determined to try and learn a trade beyond your late teens. I think batting is something you can just get in the nets an hour upon hour and hour of a bowling machine, learn how to hit a ball in a straight line. Whereas I think bowling, you, you can't, or past a certain age, you can't really put your body through that to make yourself a good bowler. Whereas people like Jeffrey Boycott did grit determination to, to make himself a good batsman. So I think Walter might be just going, you know, if I want to be in the first team regularly, I've got to be very good at one discipline. And um, he's, he's chosen batting, which is paying off. Clearly, so. Yeah, I agree. You can't teach raw speed. You've either got it or you haven't. Uh, But you're right. Batting, grind grind out over and over and over, and it will come. Yeah, because I mean, these these guys already, I mean, I can't say like, I'm not saying that the three of us could suddenly quit our job, spend the whole time in the nets, and then we'll be playing for Essex. But he's already at a certain level. He's already at first. Division one first class cricket level. He's just trying to improve his, his art. And I think it's it's I know the exceptions you see like Jimmy <clears throat> Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad re taught themselves how to bowl to get you know to trans transition from their twenties to their thirties. But I think it's it, very few and far between people can do that. Whereas you hear a lot of people like like Ronnie Irani, you know, his knee went, he had to concentrate on batting, tender scarters, same, you know, is is he can't bowl much to concentrate on batting. It seems like it seems like he's made the right decision. I wasn't expecting to win quite so convincingly, though. Oh, we've been rare. My Middlesex. I know they've got the the they've got history. They've got you know great pedigree, but they're not the team they were these days. They're, I feel like they're a T Twenty. They're a short format team now, rather than a Red Bull format. It was only team. five years ago they won the league, though, and then they got relegated next year after that, and just. Struggled. But yeah, maybe it's just a club they don't don't prioritise red ball cricket. That's a shame. Well, when you've but, got ground like Laws, you can sell it out for a T Twenty match. But, but yeah, no. But it, but I do think that's the way of the uh, the bigger clubs, though, isn't it? Yeah. So that's conversation for another time. But um, but yeah, th- a thoroughly impressive uh, impressive win. Um, Anyone else we were particularly um, wanting to highlight here? Shame to see Beard didn't get um, didn't get his five for. Yeah, I thought um, that'd be a nice, you know, really nice way to. But obviously, Mister Harmer came in and did his job and got the tenth wicket. So, as he is wont to do. So you ever think when you like when you're in command of the game like that and you're on your. You know, you're at Chelmsford, you want to get your name on the honours board and the pavilions to, for their for, for perpetuity. 
And then you've got Simon Harmon at the other end bowling. You have Werdun going, can you just put a few down, just a few wide down the leg side, just so <laughs> I can get my five there? Yeah, but uh, you, you go into Simon Harmon mode, he's like, yeah, let's just, let's just wrap this up. Let's just, just get it done. Um, but, I do, but again, in terms of players that have sort of really sort of settled in and found their place on the team, Aaron Beard's another one for me, um, who, who, I mean, obviously he's still young, but, and he's still developing as a player, but he, he is someone who, you know, I think has really grown a lot. I think both, both physically and uh, sort of in terms of his mindset, he, he's got a lot more presence on the field. Um, he looks, he looks really impressive. Um, so yeah, I, I was gutted for him as well, not to get his Pfeiffer, but I was also quite happy that it was wrapped up. I'm not going to lie. Well, my opinion of him changes when we get to the next game. What do you mean? Well, wait till the next game. We'll find out. Oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. In which case, that takes us to... So we're going to preview the Somerset game. The Somerset game. Yeah, to preview that. Okay. Okay. Trophy's ass. That's my opinion. <laughs> Six days away and he's saying the trophy's ours. Anything could change. Look at That's last bold. look at last That's year and the pitch that Somerset produced and we still won. Oh, fight and talk. And then we've got you've got now a, Lords a seamer friendly pitch and we've got the as she said earlier, the best seam attack in the country. This is true. That, is it? So What do you reckon, Cheese? Are you in agreement with OJ? Because, uh, yeah, I, I, you, you know how I feel about this, you know, overt confidence. It unsettles me. I think we will win, but I do not think it will be comfortable. Like, we've got the best bowling four, um, but that's not to say Somerset aren't without their dangers. You know, like, some um, Overton, I think it's Davy. is their other seamer, who... The, the, have both been pretty lethal for them and I think we were saying this like when we were wrapping up the the championship this time last year and it was the same game coming down to the wire we were pretty much sort of saying the exact same things that our bowling attack trumps theirs but our batting is probably slightly weaker than, than their batting lineup, and it was going to be a question of you know which sort of delta in quality um, was bigger. Was it our bowling over their bowling, or their batting over our batting? And that's how it was. So in the end, it didn't matter, and we, we very comfortable. We did really well, but this time around, I I, I don't know. There's just something about nerves, something about Somerset that makes me a bit nervous. Yeah. Although, have you heard about Tom Banton? For Somerset? I've not. He's, no. he's decided to go to the IPL rather than play the, um, the Bob List final. So that's weakened their batting a bit. That's a, a bit of a shock revelation. Yeah, I know, but how much are they getting paid at the... Uh... I know, it's the money, isn't it? You follow the money. You only, but... you only play for, what, 15, 20 years and you've got to get, you've got to get your, your lifetime of earnings out of that. You can't I... turn down the... Oh yeah, but six six figures something gonna pay you over there. Eternal glory. True, true. All right, so we're saying we're gonna win. Yeah, I do think Jesus is right though. If we, I think we need to bat bat first. Yep. 
about trying about two days. Nothing flashy, nothing fast. Just consistent. We got, we got, we got, uh, we got, you know, one of the best batsmen in the history of the game, Alistair Cook, that can do that. Yep. Hopefully, and just get, just try and get a three hundred and fifty run score, yeah. and then bowl them out twice. Well, I do think you know that that is our best chance. Certainly, you know, we we're, we're going to have to bowl them out. That's 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 going to have to be the the way forward. But also, it's um, we're playing in what late September, and what's the pitch going to be like? Well, it's going to be swinging, isn't it? Clouds coming over, yeah. swinging all over the place. So it's in our favour, really, in that sense. Yeah. It's whether or not we can um, maintain our decent batting performance to uh, to give them something to chase. What do you reckon, Cheese? I'm not expecting a Middlesex game. I'm expecting. I'm expecting caginess, to be honest. But I think it's going to be nip and tuck, probably about 220 par, par first inning score. And then we'll, you know, just see how the game unfolds from there. And the good thing is, you know, it's obviously that our team, and I don't mean to sort of slight Somerset when I say this, but our team is now full of winners. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, they were in this position last year. And the year held before. Held in yeah. got it done. Year before, got it done. Like, T20 finals. It's, it's, it's winners and experienced heads that have matured. Cause like coming back to when you were saying about Beard's development, you know, I think this season he's matured as a player and we're seeing the effects of that. And I think that is what is going to probably carry us through. Now, I don't think um, we've matured enough all over the park and, and it's a done deal. And like as Owen alluded to earlier, like when we get onto the T20 side of things, some of that's going to come out. But for, for this like final, I do back us in that, whereas there is a lot of pressure on Somerset who haven't won, like notoriously not won the county championship. Like To get that first one and the wobbles and everything else, that's going to be in the back of their minds. It's the third year in the trot, isn't it? They've been in the uh, contention. So, yeah. And yet, yeah, and yet to... to like, taste glory. Yeah. It's strange when you think about all the legends that have been through that club, they've not won, they've never won it. You know, like Viv Richards and yeah, Ian Bothams, just Driscothics, Josh Butler. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to start feeling sympathy for them. I want them to lose. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to be, no, get qualms. To be no, qu- no qualms about that at it's all. When, like, this, you, is a, this is the Essex podcast, not the uh, Let's Feel Sorry for Somerset podcast. It's when like your like your other other cricketing friends go up to you, go, oh, and I know you're an Essex fan, but surely as this last year, I mean, you surely want Somerset to win because their first time. I was like, no, not no. at all. <laughs> no, obviously not. That, that 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 you would never even dream of saying that if it was football, would you? Yeah. What, what, what's, what's the difference with cricket? If it's against another team, then sure. But yeah. not, not, <laughs> well, not against your own team. If it was Somerset Yorkshire, I'd be like, oh yeah, Yorkshire have got about 30. They could, they could afford to give Somerset one. So, you know, fine. Against us, it's like, no, it's coming home. <laughs> yeah, where it belongs. Absolutely. Well, certainly, um, I will be at work with bated breath on Wednesday. 
I will, ex- yeah. I will expect constant updates. I'm really busy those the first three days. Very annoying. Anyway. Oh, never mind. Never sneak mind. an earpiece into and just listen to the BBC commentary. Oh, I could do that. I've got back-to-back meetings on Wednesday, but I've got lots of hair. I could pop an earpod in. No one would know, apart from every time I sort of twitch in my seat from excitement or disappointment. Yeah. Giving us ideas. Hope my boss isn't listening. <laughs> Never mind. Right, okay, well, that's, um, that's settled it. We're winning on Wednesday. Um, let's move over to talk about the T20. Um, are we having the same sort of levels of confidence based on our recent performances? Obviously, we had the uh, win against uh, Sussex Sharks away at Hove uh, on Monday and then another uh, another win on Wednesday at the Aegeus Bowl. Um, that's brilliant. Um, can we keep it up for tomorrow against Kent? Should we go through the matches? I think we should because we sort of... I think we need to establish the pattern here. We, well, we skipped over the Surrey game and I think that's the one that's probably going to cost us in in the longer term. Like, batting first, Delport and Wheater hit in the 60s, Lawrence and Tendo like, doing their bits and we have this huge platform and then we, you know, fall away and don't really build on it like you look at the scoreboard and you know Beard comes in and gets nine Harmer's got dunk Walter's got one Banner's six which you know I still think he's definitely shown that he's higher up the order Pepper didn't do much um, and you've set this like 195 total which is great because the last podcast we were saying like 140-ish like it's not comfortable like we're, we're scraping by with that kind of target, so we've gone well above and beyond what we're used to, thinking this is ours. And then I think, um, Owen, you're gonna probably have a few comments about the bowling side of things. Yeah, the full tosses in the last five overs was unbelievable. That's why I didn't mention sorry, it stressed me out too much. I just, I was, I think um, all three of us were texting, weren't we, during yeah. the, watching the game. And it was, um, I remember like Trees and I both saying, this is in the bag, like halfway through the, yeah. um, the Surrey innings. And then suddenly our death bowling was just diabolical. You just got smacked I, about. I would, I would be annoyed in the two counties league if someone bowled like that, let alone professional cricketers. I mean, the... the Waste high nobles. It's. I can understand you you pushed, putting in a full toss accidentally and trying to bowl a Yorker, but that was unbelievable. The fact they couldn't, and then to do it two, three, four, five times more. Mm. Um, I just I don't know what was going. On. They, they seem to have just lost their heads a bit. Um, well, I thought they'd gone into panic mode. They, I, yeah, I thought that. I thought they got. I, I was going. You know, they're young. Yeah, beards, young, young guys still. Nadra still. You know, he's. Actually, not that young. He's been around for ages. He's only in the scene for a, a, a year. Uh, but then I thought these guys have been in a T20s final day in front of 30,000 people at um, Edgbaston, live on Sky Sports. 
against the odds and won two back-to-back games. And they can deal with the Why pressure. Why can't they do, do five overs in front of no crowd at, uh, you know? I think, like, I think they got too focused on Evans, right? It was one of those games where you get Evans out, he's done. He's, yeah. he's clearly a good nick. He's, he's hitting the scores. And they were just like, oh, well, you know, we control him, we, we take his wicket, the game's ours. And instead of, like, sticking to a game plan, they just threw everything at it. And I almost feel it's like a classic case of you're trying so hard that the, the quality just completely disappears. Uh, and we were just serving him up and he, he put us away. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, it's, uh, but then, the, but then this this squad though I think is the is the squad because obviously they turn it as they turn it around. Yeah, and this is the squad we've been asking for all season, isn't it? This this, uh, Plom I wouldn't have put Plom in. He's he's surprised me, and that's brilliant. Um, Plom did really well. I, I I like him. I like the fact that he's got that he's got variation balls, which I don't think many of our bowlers have, um, which is why. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think he's a. I found it strange when they signed him that we had this all these good seam bowlers who had still beard coming through. You got mm-hmm. Quinn on the sidelines. Yeah, they brought another one through along with. Um, oh, who's the guy who's gone to Surrey? Mine's gone break. Begins of A. Oh, anyway, yeah, they brought. Um, Why well, they bring two more young bowlers on the seam? You think you'd probably try and sign batsmen? Yeah. But yeah, he's 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 shown why. So it's 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 great. So yeah. And then once again, we're a team of players who've been to the Essex Academy. Or, or, or people like Walter who've been to the Essex club team. So yeah, it's, I think it's brilliant. That's a positive I took out from that game. Right, you G's? Um, yeah, I mean, the factory line that, that Essex has of producing talent is, is incredible. And, you know... You're right. Like it, it's easy to look at sorry negative, like negatively, but then you look at the squad that we're producing for you know Sussex and Hampshire, and it, it looks good. I think we we've left a lot of a lot of work for ourselves to do. Um, you know, last season was a bit of a, a Cinderella story and a miracle run, and I'm, the the cynic in me is like, well, you can't keep expecting that to happen, and and qualifying you've got to put the fate in your own hand but then the other part of me is like well we've done it before so why not again yeah I think you've got to keep I mean that's what part of sport about isn't it it's, that's part of the excitement and, and that hope isn't it you've you know even even if you support like West Ham you, you still hope for you know you, you know that your club's probably a replacing relegation I'm going to alienate a lot of our podcast listeners now probably facing a relegation battle this season but you hope don't you hope for European football you hope for Champions oh, League we're treading on dangerous be... ground here Jones I know I know I was trying to think of a team and I don't know why I picked one that half oh, the listeners yeah yeah just ignore that I'll have a go late Norwich next late... Yeah, ignore the other <laughs> half <laughs> okay. should have gone with Leicester you know Leicester yeah. the biggest Cinderella story ever you go you know you expect mid-table mediocrity and but you hope that you you know you qualify for Europe or win the league again yeah well so, Sussex Sussex yes absolutely Sussex um, so one away which yeah, I'm, I'm always a little bit um, twitchy 
about always. Um, but uh, but we've got some some really good um, performances there, I think. Yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, I think once again, we, we, as we said last podcast, isn't it? We need once we start hitting big targets. When we've got Lawrence on, you know, eighty-one. I mean, that's. And he wants well, that's, again, that's pretty decent. It'd be, it'd be nice to go both, both, both the Surrey and the It'd be nice for like a psychological standpoint just to get over that two hundred runs mark. But it's just we're nearly there. It wasn't too. Far. Oh, no, we, weren't, yeah, we weren't too far. It's, it's, it's you know it's just well, it's thing in cricket, isn't it? It's like ninety nine runs, you get no accolades. A hundred runs, you get your name on yeah. the uh, in the pavilion. But um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was brilliant. I thought just this is this is what we this on the podcast last time. This is mm. what we were saying we wanted and. Yeah. Just missed out against Surrey. Frustrating bowling. I think it was mo- the bowling is so frustrating because we know how good they are. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Our stands are so high now. Uh, and then Sussex, we just did it. We did it properly. It was brilliant. Yeah, really comprehensive. I did feel for De- I did feel for Delport though. You can't you can't get big runs every time. Oh no! I know! I know! I just I, th- I think it's just, I just my expectations of Cameron Delport are just so high. Um, but in T20 and he, and, he look, and, he, and, and he, his, his face as he came off, he just looked like a bit broken. Yeah, I know. But in T20 cricket, though, I'm sure Cheese agree with this. Either you, if you're going to get out, get out straight away and let someone else have a go. Yeah, Do I feel like it's, it's feast or famine, right? Yeah. You, you either go big and go you score home. big, or you go home, but you leave it all out there. You don't. You don't take nine off 34 balls. You, you go for, you know, 10 off two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, putting it in those terms, cheese, I'm inclined to agree. So that's absolutely fair enough. Um, do we, in terms of our... Um, also, he got, he got caught as well, I think. Sorry, I'm sorry. To he did get caught, yeah, I know. I, I know he got when, caught. When, when but he batted it, it straight to fielder. I know, when batsmen are... are, are to have the job that Delphi has to do, when they get caught, you can't really blame them because they're trying to do what they want. Yeah. If they get bold or LBW, That's these are different. mistakes they're making and not they haven't, you know, but being caught when you're trying to hit it for six Yeah, I wasn't criticising him. I just felt for him. That's all. It's a good bit of good old-fashioned sympathy. That's okay. That's all. And Well, empathy even, because I know what it's like to get out for one. Yeah, so do I. Many times over. But there you go. That's actually, that's quite an improvement for me getting out for one. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I a sense of relief when I get that one run. I can get, bold, least, uh, I can get bold next ball, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I've, I've done one more than I wanted. Anyway. Yeah, there we go. We, we, we digress, we digress. So we, we Sussex are uh, third with nine points. Um, so, you know, they're still in contention, aren't they? Yeah, but it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the best third of the group, isn't of all of them. Yeah. And I think Leicester, Leicestershire need to... We've got a game in hand over Leicestershire, haven't we? Well, I've not I haven't got the table in front of me. But I don't think so. No, I think they've don't. played eight now. Okay. Yeah, all, all, all teams have got two to play now. Okay. So Leicestershire are a point above us, I think. So they've got to, they've got to lose. And we've, got, so we've basically got to win the next two games and Leicestershire and Sussex have got to lose next two games. Yeah. Yeah, the other scores have to have to go in our favour and we do have to win both games that's yeah. without question happened last year mm, 
Yeah. Well, remember, we, we, I was with you at the county crown when um, we couldn't believe it when the other scores were coming in. They all came in our favour and we got through to the quarterfinals. Snuck in. It, that, that was literally clawing, clawing our way through. Yeah. We were so, so lucky. Um, so, just looking ahead then. But in Hampshire, though, we just, that, okay, was well, a, you... that was a thrashing, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely was. But there you go. So we've got... I've got to, I've got to, I've got to ask you, Jeez. How how are how are you uh, how are you feeling about um, our chances? Okay, because we we've started from a position of, of positivity about next week with uh, with the Bob Willis Trophy. Are we going to do the double again? Oh, I can't see it. I really, I really want to. I really do. I remember you know. One of our one of our podcasts last year, Terry, you opened up with you know this time next week we could be like double champions. The the sense of you know excitement was just overwhelming. This I was like, yeah, we, we're probably just going to get one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be all right with that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right with that. I want both. To be controversial, that were we the best T20 side last year? Probably. No, not. no, we weren't. We absolutely were. We just run the run the right the right games. The, the right combination time. of games at the right times, absolutely. Um, but what a finals day it was! Yeah. Anyway. It's anyway, not, it's not a nostalgia. It's not a, no, it's not a nostalgia podcast. This is a, a this it's it's a focus on this season and what's going on now. Um, so we've got our six points. We've got Kent tomorrow. They're second in that's the South Group. I um, think that's the that's we, the, this, the that's I think that's go on. With all the permutations, we still have to beat Kent. And historically, they are a very tough opposition. Yes. With the, with the derby and everything. It seems yeah, as and we tend them. to struggle against them. Yeah. For whatever reason. Why, do you, why, why is that? I don't, I don't think that Kent are particularly special, Cheese, do you? But for some reason, we struggle. Mm, they've got some, some decent players. Like, I've always had a, a massive soft spot for for Daniel Bell Drummond. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, yeah, he's good. You know, I've always sort of felt if we could ever pinch a player off Kent, he'd be the one I'd uh, take. Um, I think, you know, every every team's got a bogey team and, and Kent just seems to be us. But I don't think the Derby plays too much into it. I think we as fans, you know, we hype up the Derby and bragging rights and everything else. But for, for the players, I don't think that's anything I think it's just it's always that team that just bit of a thorn in our side yeah I think I know we did a poll on our Twitter and it overwhelmingly came back Kent uh, uh, or at least our listeners think that Kent's the big derby but I've always thought it's the players seem to raise their game against Surrey they're a rival in terms of they're a fellow home counties team a a London based club and they're they're like They've got all the money, haven't they, and the facilities. Mm. And to beat, I think, when you see Essex against them, you say he seems to raise their game against Surrey. Uh, because it was, remember last year, it was a Surrey game away that transformed our season. That's when we started winning and we went on that massive run that ends up in lifting the trophy. So, Well, I'm still predicting the double. Because <laughs> someone, someone has to. Someone has to. So, so I, I'm behind it. Um, maybe we should have a poll. 
I'll put a poll. Up. Put a poll. We'll put a poll. Fantastic. Uh, if you're not already following us on Twitter at Essex Podcast, do do give us a, a little follow. Um, we've had some really great interactions. Um, we've, there's a bit of a theme running through. Um, we did a podcast recently. If we were to monetize, um, if Essex were to monetize the live match day coverage and highlights into a ten pounds a month subscription package, would you be willing to pay? So, cheese, would you be willing to pay that? If it was ten pounds a month, you get all the matches streamed, you get all the interviews, and everything. Like yeah, I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably be pretty tempted, uh, especially if um, it could be like on demand, like afterwards. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm. You know, uh, for now we're at home having a stream on a, a second screen is is really doable, and and that's great. When the world hopefully returns to normal and we're in an office, um, catching up on those games and sessions is going to be a bit trickier. And if you can have the games on demand, that, I mean, that's more a, you know a running rather than walking target. But you know, it's a good offering. I'd, I'd certainly yeah. consider it. Well, so I'm thinking of the under thirties. They don't watch television. They don't watch Sky. No. They what? They 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 consume media through their laptops and um to and, and uh, handheld devices. Yeah. And I I think that this is a way of cricket being less reliant on Sky Sports by doing what the football league have done. Um, you know, the I follow thing, which is now the, the only way you can watch football. Yeah. But um, where well, yeah, you just have a you have a package, you even pay per game, or you pay a subscription fee. I think it's the future of it. If I wanted to do, um, because you know. As you say, more money, absolutely more money to the club. But in terms of the the kind of the target audience now, you know, um, we don't want we don't want to drop off if they're not if if the sport's not being provided in the right format, you're not going to have people watching anyway. No. So, but yeah, the the results were quite interesting. So yes, but less than ten pounds. So that was just over a third, thirty seven point five percent, and then the other two, yes and no, um, were thirty one point three. So an even match there. Um, so, no, I mean, I, I think I definitely would pay it, but I don't think it's on the horizon. But well, that, that wasn't a poll ask. The, the club didn't ask for that. Was no, no, no. This is, absolutely. This is not an Essex, um, Essex cricket podcast um, that is endorsed and funded by Essex cricket. They're not. They're not feeding us, you know, secret information or anything like that. But um, nothing to do with nothing to do with us at all. But um, but no, I think that would be an interesting one. So we're going to run a poll for next week. Um, are we going to win the double? Um, but thank you um, to uh, our our followers who have who have interacted, particularly um, Mr. Million, Doctor yeah. Million. I apologise, Doctor Million, Nick. A good response actually on the actual poll itself from Philly Hammer. So I assume a West Ham fan. I would have thought so. He's got the little cross cross hammers there. He says it seems inevitable, although he w- he has been loving watching the coverage. Only issue is that we'd want away matches and that can't be guaranteed. Absolutely. Um, you'd want the whole package, really, wouldn't you? Yeah. But I think that's what, like, going but, to Philly Hammond's comment, that's one of the reasons that made me think about it because it's been so good, mm. the, the coverage. And if you had... Cause I, I do not believe that the advertising they've got on that streaming service has even covered the, the advertising lot lost no. from having no. live matches and then obviously the gate receipts. But I just think it's been such good. If you then really, really invest into it, I think you've got a package there that is then attractive mm-hmm. to... Um, and can only be built upon and grow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 
Oh, well. But I just think also the, everyone's saying that the cricket on the BBC is a saviour. How many, how many under 25s have got, have got a TV licence? That's my thinking. If the future of cricket is not on television. And also think about the in terms of budgets. If, if Netflix pick, pick cricket up, their budget is dwarfs Sky Skies or BBCs. They are frighteningly rich. Yeah. Well. They spent more on the crown than the BBC had spent in their entire. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. I thought that was just a rumour. That's what I heard, yeah. I read in the wow. Crikey's. Well, I think we are. We're in a position to wrap up now. Um, I don't know what you guys are thinking at home. Um, I'm for the double. Owen and Cheese pretty happy with uh, just winning the Bob Willis trophy. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll talk to you very soon. So it's bye from me. It's bye from me. And goodbye from me. Take care. <laughs>